Welcome to the final podcast, week th- uh, 12, I guess, um, of our class, Privacy in the Age of Big Data. So I wanted to start with a few changes to the uh, schedule as far as the seminar paper goes. Remember, the seminar paper is an 8- to 10-page paper on some topic relating to uh, things we've covered in the course, or basically relating to privacy and technology. Um, it's worth 40% of your grade, and uh, it's a formal written research paper. Again, the format, MLA, whatever, whatever, Turabian, Chicago style, uh, APA, whatever makes you happy, uh, just be consistent. And again, um, look at the comments I had before on the proposals, either comment directly to your proposal or the ones in general. And the big things that I saw from some of you or from many of you, you want to make sure your topic is small enough that you can cover. Um, It's not so broad that you just do generalities, okay? And make sure that you have a thesis statement. Make sure that you're saying something. It's not a book report. It's not just a, here's this law, here's what it does. You know, there should be some actionable item. You know, um, here's this this thing that's going on. Here's how it could be improved. Here's how it could be changed. Here's how it affects something else, okay? So just make sure that that you give it some time. It's it's a big bulk of this class for sure, okay? Um, And I've changed the due date and, and there's no longer a requirement for a presentation. So the due date's been changed to April 30th at 11.30 p.m. Okay, it's as late as I could go on on the Dropbox. The Dropbox date should be correct. In addition, I'm not going to require a final presentation. Um, I know the world is complicated for many of us now uh, with different obligations at home and at work and different technology situations. So it just seemed like creating, having you create an audio file or a video file would put uh, undue strain on some people. Okay, so we're just going to, Write the paper, turn it in uh, by the 30th, and life will be good, okay? So the other thing I wanted to do today was just to kind of sum up <clears throat> where we are, where we've been in this class. This is the second time I've taught a version of this class, and it changes all the time. You can never say, I now know everything I need to know about privacy. Um, I think some of you in your comments along the way um, had said that, you know, you thought you were up to date on this, but there's stuff you hadn't heard of, Okay. So, I mean, that's that's the case. It's always the case. So as we progress as a society, as a world, the technology is only going to become more pervasive. Um, things that, that were not possible before <clears throat> are going to become very possible. OK. So. You have to be vigilant. You also can't hide your head in the sand. I mean, you can't remove yourself from the Internet. It's, it would be nearly impossible, probably impossible. Um, you, you couldn't use a cell phone at all. You could never use the Internet. Um, it's, it's too much work. It's probably not worth it. I, I don't think you would get the gains from it. So, But it comes down really to what's a reasonable risk to take. Okay. If you want to use your cell phone and, and you're going to use it to keep in touch with your business people and your family and friends and your kids and all that, then to me, that's a reasonable risk to take. Okay. So anything that has a positive to you and a relatively low risk is okay. Um, taking a, a game to, you know, doing a game on Facebook to, to see which Star Wars character you are, probably not worth the risk. Okay. Many of those games are set up just to steal your information, 100%. Okay, so anytime you take a quiz online that asks for um, permission to your Facebook page, just say no. I mean, it's it's that simple. Um, yeah, those are 
those are just not good. They're not good things. They're, they're not worth the effort. Okay. You have to be skeptical of, of everything that you're sent. Okay. As far as what you can do to protect yourself. Of course, you have to have strong passwords. Of course, you have to change your passwords. Don't use the same password everywhere. Go find a, pa- a password manager. I mean, they're excellent programs. Uh, do do the research. You know, don't don't be afraid to spend a couple of bucks if you're going to get one that's going to be better. Okay, the password manager is going to create a vault with one password on certain devices that it has access that's going to create strong passwords for you on all the sites and change them for you. Okay, and and the good ones are are good. They're they're worth doing. Okay, um, you also need to be careful where you're going online. <clears throat> there are sites that will steal your information. Uh, just if you go there, I mean, don't, there, there are dark corners of any world and the online world is no different. Okay. So try to avoid those, those dark corners. Okay. Be cautious when you purchase things. If you purchase something from a website, if it's a website you've not heard of, Google it first, Google to see, or, or DuckDuckGo even better. See if others search to see if others have had problems with that. Okay. And it's the old adage, if, it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it is good to be true. You know, I do photography a lot, um, and I know that if you're looking for a camera, and the camera normally costs $1,000 everywhere you go, uh, within within some range, you know, 900 to, to 1100 maybe, and you see it for $300 somewhere, brand new, it's, it's, there, it's a scam. It has to be. No one is going to sell the camera for $300 when everybody else is selling it for 900 and above. Okay. The only exception there, if it's from a reputable dealer and you're getting uh, last year's model, <clears throat> there's a new model coming out. You should, you could get some discounts there, <clears throat> but you have to ask a lot of questions. You have to be very careful. Okay. So look at the risk reward of everything that you do online. Don't make assumptions uh, about things that matter to you. So, uh, you know, I take a lot of photos again. I sell some of them occasionally. I'm very cautious about sites that that want to claim ownership in part or in full of any images that I post. So, you know, you got to weigh that. If you just take snapshots and you don't care, that's fine. You don't care. Okay. But be informed about it. Every policy or every site should have a privacy policy that you can read, that you can get to, that you can figure out what it is, um, what it is that you can do. Okay what you can, what you can't do. Do you have any, can you opt out of things or not? Okay. So whatever software you use, whether you're a Windows user or a Mac user, an iPhone or an Android, keep up to date on uh, the patches, security patches that come out. So when there are new updates, sometimes they give you new features. Often they're just fixing security errors. Okay. And I always like when there's a new version of something that comes out. I don't want to update immediately because sometimes the, 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 the cure is worse than the disease and, and the patch could have problems. But I'll wait a day or two and then I'll, I'll do some searching on the internet to see if people are having trouble with the, the, the new update. If they're not, I'm going to apply that right away. Okay, That's true of whatever apps you have, programs you have. Keep things up to date, but, but give yourself a little buffer to make sure people aren't having trouble with them. Okay, And, you know... You just have to, to be cautious. If you have kids, you have to be cautious with your kids. Um, you have to be cautious in, in the things you put online. Anything that you put online, you have to assume the whole world's going to see. 
whether that's a photograph that you that you really don't want anyone to see. And by online, I mean anything. Your phone is connected to online. So don't put it on your phone. Uh, if you have a camera that has any connection to the internet, don't put it on your camera. Okay. Don't type anything anywhere that you don't want the world to see on any device that's connected to the internet. And that may sound a little paranoid, but there have been breaches, uh, a lot of breaches. So you just have to be cautious about these things. Okay. And if you have kids, you have to warn them. Images that you post to Facebook or, or comments you make on Facebook have a way of sticking around and coming back to, to haunt you later. Um, in this country, we're all free to our, our own opinions when it comes to political things. But it, employers are also free not to hire you if you have political positions that fall outside the mainstream. Okay, So you have a right to put on Facebook whatever you want. But I'm, I'm just saying think about it if it's worth potentially hurting job prospects down the line. Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, this, this whole, this whole COVID-19, I hope everyone's staying well through this and, and, and that they're able to stay inside. Um, my family's lucky. We're, we've all been able to continue working from home. So we're not out there, but I know some people have to go to work. Okay. Which is, which is complicating life for them for sure. But it also brings up, as we talked a couple of weeks ago, some interesting privacy points of view. I mean, you want to know, you know, as a person, as a person who doesn't have the virus, who hasn't been exposed, I kind of want to know. I mean, I kind of need to know um, where people are that have that disease, you know, where, where I can go to avoid them, where I can go to make sure they're quarantining themselves. Okay. At the same time, if I had the disease, then I would want some privacy. So I don't think we've quite worked out yet how how this is going to work. Okay, you know I know that some of the tracking devices I think you have to opt in as a patient, <clears throat> which really defeats the purpose. If you're the kind of person who's going to opt in to be tracked, you're not the kind of person I'm worried about because you're a responsible person. It's the people who don't take it seriously, who have a mild case of it and still live their lives. Um, that's the problem. As a society, how far do we go in protecting ourselves? Especially in this case, protecting the most uh, critical, or the most uh, critical is not the right word, the most at risk, the elderly, you know, and 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 so forth. This one's not hitting uh, the small small children very much, but it is hitting the elderly and people with with uh, immune problems of some sort. Okay, so what what's the role of government there? Um, how do we get it right? And I don't know the answer. I mean, I have my opinions, but nobody cares about those. But I think we just have to think about it clearly. <clears throat> and the one thing that really comes to me here is uh, if you look at Kantian ethics, which I don't think we talked about, but under Kantian ethics, there, there's this idea that any rule that I want applied to someone else should also apply to me. You know, and I think that's really true. I think now we've seen some politicians, uh, primarily from the right, saying, well, you know, if, if it's uh, the the, the awful choice between getting the economy going and having more people die, I'm going to take the lesser of the two evils and, and, and get the economy going. Okay. When you hear that, keep in mind that person is not talking about themselves. They're not talking about their family. They're not talking about their loved ones. They're talking about somebody else. Okay. And from an ethical point of view, I have a problem with that. Um, if, if you're going to make a rule for somebody, then the rule should be for you as well. The same thing we're talking about, you know, tracking criminals online. The problem that we have that, well, someone's not a criminal until they are. So if you're going to install or going to impose 
restrictions on people that have been convicted of a crime, you have to think really carefully um, the full ramifications of that. And would you want that imposed on you? And always personalize it. If you're saying, well, you know, people die, people die. Well, what if it were you? What if it were your family? You know, would you have the same opinion? So you have to be consistent. I guess you don't. People don't have to be consistent. But to me, you have to be consistent. You know, your ethical worldview shouldn't vary based on the person. Okay. And it all ties in this class because, you know, to make us safer, we would have, you know, red markers on, on the houses of everybody who, who has this virus and, and we would be able to track them around. They would have to wear a glowing red nose or, or something, some such thing. I mean, I'm being fanciful here, but we would all know who in our neighborhood had it. We would know where they were. We'd be, we would be able to avoid them to keep ourselves safe. Okay. That's the ultimate from a safety point of view, but we're not going to go there, nor should we. That's the extreme. But taking the opposite approach that people can do whatever they want, no matter how much it harms me, then that's not correct. You know, that's the other extreme. So, so the difficulty is finding that balance. Okay. So that's, that's all this class is about. We're, we're in an ever-changing world. We always have been, but, but our privacy now is changing more quickly than it ever has. And we really have to, we really have to, to make a conscious decision on where we're going to fall, okay, on these issues, on 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 how how much we're willing to give up for the good of the community, okay. I've enjoyed this class; I always do. Um, I wish that this were a regular in-person class. I like this better, where I could get to meet you people and you people. That's a bad word, a bad way to phrase it. To meet the students, you know, we can meet each other more in a face-to-face manner. But that's not how it is. So we have to do it the best that we can. So. Hopefully the podcasts have been enjoyable and been useful. Uh, sometimes I do videos. I don't know if that would have been better or been worse. If you have any opinions on that, send me an email. Won't affect your grade in any way. Uh, you're entitled to your opinion, whatever it is. Um, and I can't even imagine a world where that would affect your grade. Or if you want to wait till after the class, that's fine too. Okay. But um, online classes are not for everybody. They're not perfect. But hopefully we've learned something. Hopefully by having the discussion boards and you've, you've been forced to comment on other people's stuff, Hopefully that's helped as well to create somewhat of a sense of community. Okay. So that's all I've got. So uh, hopefully um, if you have any questions about seminar paper, make sure you let me know. You can uh, call or text me at 423-254-0729. You can email me. Um, I respond to all those things. I'm here all the time pretty much now. So if you have questions, make sure you let me know.